Howdy there. I'm Matt McKinley with the Burning Daylight Podcast. If you ever wanted to make a podcast, well, Spotify's got a platform that makes that lets you make one super easily. And then you can distribute it everywhere and even earn money. All in one place for free. It's called Spotify for, for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from the phone or computer. Uh, so no matter what uh, your setup is like, you can uh, start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And uh, if you like my show, Fence Post Politics with my buddy Aaron, that's the place to watch it because it's all video all the time. And we uh, like we share videos, we comment on videos, we share news articles and uh, and funny memes. So um, it's pretty cool. Um, and also, if you want to take your conversations to uh, with your fans to the next level, uh, your question and answer answer and polls are the best way to get them talking you can attach that to your your podcast there and, and you get your you get you know valuable interactions with your fan your fans and uh <clears throat> with spotify for podcasters you can earn money in a variety of ways including ads and podcast subscriptions and best of all it's totally free with no catch and that's uh that that is true um, <laughs> supposed to do a testimonial here, um, but anyways, this is the the podcast I use or the podcast uh host that I use. I like Spotify. They're uh they're very good on just letting you do your thing, uh with uh with no catch to it. Uh, there's a good reason why Joe Rogan hosts podcast on Spotify and, and this is uh this is a great way to get started if you if you've ever thought about starting a podcast this is where I would send anybody to go um <clears throat> best thing you can do is just download the Spotify for podcasters app or you can go to spotify.com slash podcasters to get started and yeah if you've ever thought about just doing a podcast or if you're tired of paying a monthly service that uh, doesn't seem to do much for you, Spotify podcasters is your spot. So uh, go to spotify.com slash podcasters or download the app today. Mackenzie Johnston with Cattle News Central, bringing you your Thursday evening, July 21st, cattle industry headlines. Brought to you by 4T Ag Insurance, your go-to contractor for ag insurance. Colt Tritt, he is the owner and operator of 4T Ag. He is a one-man show. He himself ranches, so he understands all the risks that go along with the livestock industry. They offer LRPs for both fed and feeder cattle. They offer PRF insurance and just about any other insurance option that you're looking for. If you want to learn more about the company and check out everything they have to offer, head on over to www.4tag.net. That is the number four, tag.net. Meeting Place has reported more than 200 environmental and other advocacy groups sent a letter this week to EPA urging the organization to crack down on concentrated animal feeding operations, also known as CAFOs. The tree huggers noted the Biden administration's policy efforts on environmental justice and racial equity in their letter. But they believe EPA is failing to uphold these policies, and as a re and as a result, rural communities living near CAFOs are suffering. 
These folks are now urging EPA to end the regulatory exceptionalism and hold accountable the industrial livestock agribusinesses profiting from the exploitation of environmental justice communities. The Beef Read by Cassie Fish has reported, for the third consecutive week, packers have successfully been able to back down fed cattle cash prices day by day. Negotiated cash, uh, negotiated cash volume has been light this week and prices are generally a buck cheaper. Box beef prices are still holding strong even though they have dropped a couple bucks compared to a week ago. Somehow, beef prices continue to defy seasonality, high retail prices, pinched consumer, uh, pinched consumer pockets, and they remain strong. As we talked about yesterday, we have two USDA cattle reports coming out here on Friday that will provide or that should provide uh, friendly fundamental data supporting a long term bullish outlook. However, according to Fish, with all sorts of global economic uncertainty and markets that are dominated by computerized uh, computerized based trading, cattle futures are behaving timidly as more traders choose to sit on the sidelines. Fish closed by saying cattle feeders are currently dealing with a slew of difficulties as feeder cattle supplies tighten and break even soar. Corn futures are declining in the midst of a wetter forecast forecast for this coming week, but corn basis is extreme right along with cost of gains. National Beef Wire has reported for the week beginning Monday, July 11th, so this would have been last week, U.S. beef net sales were 23,800 metric tons. That was up noticeably from the week before and up 97% from the prior four-week average. And in case you missed it, Northern Livestock Video had their July sale this week, and it was uh, it was hot to say the least. Steers weighing between 7 to 750 brought an average of 201. Uh, steers between 9 to 950, they brought 185. I'll let you do the math. Pretty darn good. Uh, the heifer market was also exceptional. Heifers weighing between 8 to 850, they brought 179 on average. And then uh, 9 to 950, they brought 174. Just uh, another exceptional sale. This update is also sponsored by Agrisk Advisors. They manage your risk so you can manage your operation. They are the experts in educating, evaluating, and executing risk management programs for each individual operation while providing top-notch customer service. Now is the time to be thinking about enrolling in the Pasture Rangeland Forest Program for the 2023 crop year. If you are interested in learning more, go ahead and reach out to Alex and Nea to learn how to set up a tracking policy so you can understand how the program works firsthand. Ag-Risk Advisors, Risks Averted, Legacies Preserved. Yahoo News has reported, on Wednesday, President Biden announced a set of new actions to reduce greenhouse gas emissions. According to Biden, uh, Congress is not acting as they should, so he's going to take matters into his, into his own hands and will be announcing in the coming days executive actions to address climate change. If the Senate will not move, uh, will not move to tackle the climate crisis and strengthen our domestic clean energy industry, I will take strong executive action to meet this moment, said Biden. He has referred to climate change as an emergency numerous times. We've heard him say it way too many times. During his speech, he stated that climate change has cost America $145 billion in the last year. I would like this man to sit down and calculate what he has cost America, not only in the last year, but since he has taken office. He believes our national security is actually at stake because of this so-called climate crisis. 
Activists are calling on Biden and his, and his administration to declare climate change a national emergency in order to reduce fossil fuel use and increase clean energy capacity. And from the looks of it, Biden is going to fold to this request. But even though our president has an array of powers to push our country towards green energy, Biden's authority was limited last month by the, by the Supreme Court in one key respect. The court ruled that the EPA may not use its power under the Clean Air Act to require electric utilities to move away from fossil fuels. Nonetheless, Biden believes all Americans, all Americans need to act boldly and accept this energy transition for the sake of our economy, our competitiveness, uh, our competitiveness in the world and our future generations. Absolutely absurd. Absolutely absurd. Um, he has been on this hill for quite a while, all about pushing towards green energy. And obviously, there's a lot more emphasis on it right now because a lot of the United States is dealing with extreme heat. Over in Europe, they're dealing with extreme heat. But I don't know if anyone has told Biden or his administration, it is July and most of the time it gets pretty darn hot. We can just wait a few months and it's going to be winter and it's going to be pretty darn cold. But when it gets so cold, um, this climate, this climate issue, the, this climate conversation, it just, it just, it disappears. It disappears. And the data shows that more people actually die of the cold in the winter versus what we experience in the summer, because that is a big crutch they've been leaning on about how many Americans are dying because of this heat wave. Uh, just absolutely, absolutely crazy statements. So for those of you that do not know, and I was not aware of this, 70% of the material used to produce green energy, whether it be batteries for electric cars or materials to uh, materials to build windmills, 70% of that comes from China. So with this green energy push, we are essentially, if it goes any farther, we are essentially giving China the keys to our energy supply here in America. Ridiculous. Uh, Biden talks about how this is a national security issue. Um, this is what he likes to talk about, climate change. Maybe he should take a step back and actually look at the issues that are truly impacting Americans. Let's talk about gas prices. Let's talk about inflation. Um, let's talk about increasing interest rates. Those are the things that Americans are truly concerned about and what is truly impacting us. The, percent of the, the percentage of Americans that uh, actually care about climate change is minuscule, absolutely minuscule. So we have all these activists and all and everyone in the current administration pushing uh, to go towards green energy because we're going to save the world. We're going to we're going to keep the climate in tip top shape. That's what we're going to do. But all these actions that they're wanting to put forward, they won't mean a damn thing unless the rest of the world gets on board. Because let's talk about China. You think they have any regulations when it comes to climate? India. Absolutely none. So Everything we're doing, it is basically just blowing smoke. Everything they're wanting to do, basically blowing smoke. And these pushes uh, for uh, more green energy, all that is going to do is going to make energy harder to come by for us Americans. And when I say that, you and I, what, what I mean is that it's just going to increase the cost of energy. That's, that's all it is going to do. It is going to make your fuel more expensive. It's going to be more expensive to, uh, to heat your home. Let's, Electricity in general, let's talk about cooling your home in the summer. It is absolutely ridiculous 
what this administration is pushing. That is all I have for you guys this morning. I hope everyone has had a great week. This is my last update for the week. You guys have yourself a wonderful weekend. I'll catch you next week.